conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that is aghast when a wonderful family holiday gets scourged by the specter of capitalism. Anyway, this week's episode is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon, spend your money on Christmas time. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? Reflecting on how many gifts I bought on Amazon this year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've been better. I've been better. How about you? Actually, I think I only bought a couple on Amazon this year. Two, Ooh. maybe three. That's not bad. Usually it's a lot Look more than you. that. How about That's you, Dan? Good. Thank you. Um, I'm good. I... I feel bad. I only bought one gift on Amazon this year. Who do you feel bad for? Jeff Bezos? Like... No, I no, I don't feel bad for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, I feel bad because it was a book. I bought oh. a book off Amazon. But and what? that feels so morally wrong. I can't tell you. Obviously, the person I'm giving this to doesn't listen to the podcast. But I still can't tell you on the off chance they do. Okay, well, uh, I want to know. but Well, the reason was on Amazon it was $15 and everywhere else it was 30 Oh, I would have bought it off of Amazon too then. It's okay. Yeah. I I've I mean I used to buy all of my college like school books off of Amazon cuz it was cheaper I than bought the them all stores. used. I mean I did too, but I bought a lot of them off of Amazon and then whatever I couldn't get used on Amazon I bought at the bookstore used. I don't even know why I bought my books in college. I'd buy them, maybe open them once. Oh, some of my The only teachers... ta- only textbook that I used was like my my media law one. Oh, God, take me back. I actually read it. I liked media a lot. It was fun. That was the class where one of my classes got canceled because Prince died and my teacher was so upset. Well, yeah. Teacher's priorities in order. Clearly. I also, in college, had a class. Not canceled, but we had a substitute in college, which is kind of weird. Where all we did was watch Star Trek because our teacher went and saw... Captain America Winter Soldier the night before <laughs> and couldn't come to class. Again, that was like the priorities. ethics. That was the one that was like the ethics of superheroes though. So that was actually okay. really class. Um Ethics of Superhero. If you ever want to hear somebody get really upset who is already upset about colleges mm-hmm. and just like existing and saying they're like liberal indoctrination halls or something oh my god i think i think you need to tell them that you your ethics of superheroes class it was pretty their reaction their reaction will either be that's super cool or it'll just feed directly into everything that they're thinking about yeah generally i think people think that's cool however i i don't know i'd love to hear why somebody thinks that's not good because it made Liberal ethics a lot indoctrination. more it made it made ethics a lot more interesting to me personally also yeah. I, I ran oh, into sure. that professor at the bar at a harry potter themed bar nonetheless uh-huh. where i uh definitely got a little too wasty pasty i think somebody fell at that bar 
Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun. The drinks were <laughs> That's flowing. the story. Somebody fell at that bar. Well, I don't remember if it was me or not. I don't think so, though. <laughs> Listen, Dan, I hate to admit it, but I've been to more than one Harry Potter-themed pop-up bar, so I don't, I don't really know, okay? <laughs> Is there not diminishing returns with that? Like, after the first one, you're not satiated. You're like, I need more of no, this. No, the second one was so sick, though. They had, like, um... A forbidden forest themed area where I was like. That's normally just the men's bathroom. Literally, no. Anyway. I was, I was sitting like next to a giant, a balloon with a, like a black sheet over it that was supposed to be a Dementor, and I was like wasted <laughs> off my ass. And I was like, hmm. All my friends are flirting with guys for free drinks, and not a single man has approached me. And so I walked over and went, they all have boyfriends, and pulled them away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, me and Harry Potter bars. Yeah. If I can't get anything, nobody can. Yep. Amen. Yoink. Either buy me a dr- I think, oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of the guys offered his hand to me to, like, shake it. And I was like, get out of here. Like, I was an angry, <laughs> angry, intoxicated lady that evening. Sorry You're an to angry those little elf. I was an angry little elf. Anyway, what movie are we talking about, Dan? <laughs> Speaking of angry little elves, movie that we're talking about today is Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Ooh. Uh, you didn't directed have fun? by <laughs> no. Um, no. Directed by Michael Lembeck, produced by a bunch of people. Written by Ed Dector and John J. Strauss. Starring Tim Allen, everyone's favorite Martin Short, Elizabeth Mitchell, Judge Reinold, Wendy Crewson, Anne Margaret, Eric Lloyd, Spencer Breslin, Lily, Liliana Mummy, and Alan Arkin. Uh, edited by, unfortunately not David Fincher, David Finfer. Who's David Fincher? <laughs> this bizarro. Darker. <laughs> bizarro David Fincher. <laughs> yeah, David Finfer directed the movie about MySpace. Um, oh, God. Released on November 3rd, 2006, with a budget of $12 million, it made $110.8 million. I do think that 10 of the $12 million went to Tim Allen and Martin Short. They really skimped on the rest. Listen, I don't know what else I was going to say. Uh, they <laughs> probably, that they seemed like they had a lot of fun together, though, I will say. I'm glad that you thought that. Are they not friends? In my fantasy, they're friends. No, I do think that they, the two of them had a lot of fun. Oh, good. Um, I do think that Tim Allen put about as much effort into this as I put into my 7 a.m. meetings. I'm going to say this, and this is coming from a place of love. I don't think Tim Allen puts much into anything. At all, ever, period. <laughs> I think, I full-on think he's the kind of guy who just skated along on his mediocrity because he was, like, not ugly and kind of funny. And uh-huh. people were just like, yeah, okay, he's relatable. And I'm one of those people, Dan. I I stand by what I said. I find Tim Allen very enjoyable. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Look, hearing your description of him, if My right? I... If I were 10 years older than I am now, and it was 1987. Mm, a good year. 
I would be a millionaire. Are you kidding That's me? That's correct, Dan. Did I skating start? along? Kind uh, of funny. What's it like? Not unattractive. Yeah, I think I think you'd be killing it, Dan. You'd have to find ha- your niche, I've... though, because because Tim Allen has his niche. It's like blue collar, like you know. Mine would probably be the uh, Growing Pains. Who was the dad on Growing Pains? You are asking the wrong girl. Um, you know I have face blindness. That's true. I know. Anyway, him. It's hard for a straight white man these days. Damn this it. episode of In Conclusion is brought to you by the Joe Rogan Experience. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I was at dinner with people um, yesterday. Never met them before. Was it Joe Uh, Rogan? No, it wasn't. And they were talking. This was in like the first 10 minutes uh, of us meeting. They were talking. They were like, yeah, uh, we heard something about that on the Joe Rogan podcast. And you You don't know how far back. You don't know how far back I leaned in my chair. I was like, can I lean backwards so I fall into a different world? Immediately Um, disappears. Well, then... Not five seconds later, they're like, don't worry, we don't listen to it. But you just said you did. What's the truth? I know. (laughs) They're spinning a tangled web of lies that I need to unpack. Yeah, I'd be like, I'll hang out with you again just so I can figure out the, I can get to the bottom of this. That's the only reason. I want to know. Also, you Um, should try taking the ethics of superheroes sometime. (laughs) Apropos of nothing. Uh, So... On Rotten Tomatoes, this is a 17% approval rating. That's it? That feels low. Yeah. I'm laughing at my own jokes. As an evil cross between Liza Minnelli and Liberace. Wait! Martin Short is a welcome presence, but this tired series continues drawing from its bag of bland gags and dumb slapstick. I'm screeching. Not Liza (laughs) Minnelli and Liberace. You know Liberace's from Wisconsin. Or you was, know, may he ever, rest in peace. If you ever, ever talk to anyone from Wisconsin and mention Liberace, they'll mention that. Oh, so this is not the first time you've heard that, huh? No, honestly, the first time I heard it, I was at a volleyball tournament at some high school in Wisconsin, and they just randomly had a picture of Liberace up. The only picture on the wall was Liberace in, like, a corner by the gym. What city no was black, it? No black, no explanation. It's a some Milwaukee suburb. It's where probably he's from. where he's from, yeah. Yeah. Just like how there's, um, in Burlington, there's just a giant poster of Tony Romo. Is he from Burlington? Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. There's probably, I think Pewaukee is where J.J. Watt is from. I'm just listing all of the famous people from Wisconsin now. Famous Wisconsin people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I have found in my random Wikipedia searching? What? Anyone who was famous in the 40s through the 60s mm-hmm. spent some part of their childhood in the Chicago suburbs, including Anne Margaret. Oh, not Anne Margaret. Who went to New Trier High School in Winneka, Illinois. Ooh, I quoted um, one of Anne Margaret's lines to Gage today. He was not enjoying it. What line? The line where she's like, I look like Reba. Well... I wish. No, um, actually, I quoted a whole scene for him. I kept going, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Ooh, sing that again. What part? 
Jack, the part about nipping at your nose. Well, okay, also, we watched um, Rise of the Guardians this weekend, and Gage and I were talking about how, in that movie, Jack Frost is, like, sexy, question mark? He's a twink. Let it hang. I believe that is exactly what Gage said as well. (laughs) He's hot. And also, uh, Chris Pine's voice doesn't match that character's body. But this Jack Frost was not doing it. (laughs) Sorry, Martin Short. Are you kidding me? I was this not. This Jack Frost on. made me want to go put on a sequin vest and join a kick line. This one, yeah, I guess. You know, it's that Liza Minnelli Liberace charm. He was playing. You can't see this if you're listening, but I just spit up some I, fat spit. Oh, I saw everyone. it, Dan. I saw the whole thing. It's in your beard. <laughs> oh, good. Um, <laughs> he was playing Jack Frost like he had just failed at a callback for a community theater edition of Cabaret to play the MC. Yeah, it was giving MC vibes. You are right. Just yeah. a little less World War Two. But that's I right on. Use <gasps> Maybe for the was... first half of the movie to end with just Nazi flags oh furling down behind him. Oh, like the end of Cabaret. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's a very, um, I mean, we are on par with Liza Minnelli then. She was in Cabaret. We that's are, yeah. Forget. We shan't. We can't and we shan't. We gotta dive into this because I'm already chomping at the bit to talk about his musical performance halfway through the movie. Before we do dive into it, I have to give a brief review of another movie that I saw oh, recently. okay. Um, this is a chaotic less episode. Re- I watched this. I finished watching this 45 minutes ago, but um, on Saturday I watched uh-huh. Tick, Tick, Boom. Stop! I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god. It's wonderful. I loved it. Uh-huh. I'm a sucker for musicals about pretentious people um i gotta watch so wonderful fantastic if you don't like rent you'll think it's the dumbest thing in the world well yes and you'll think it's so up its own ass yeah yeah well my mom this weekend was like what is tick tick boom and i went absolutely not we are not watching that she was like what what's wrong (laughs) with it it's like nothing i just gage and i are gonna watch it together and i just kind of keep forgetting about it oops so uh, so if you didn't or don't want to watch Santa Claus 3, watch Tick, Tick, Boom instead. It's longer and better, and Andrew Garfield is unfair at how talented he is. Mm, nothing but respect for my Spider-Man. Nothing but respect for my lasagna hog. Oh, Garfield. Garfield lasagna. <laughs> I you. saw a shirt. Mom, close your ears. I don't know why I thought this was funny. Okay. The shirt was for sale on Amazon. And it said, Gay Garfield shirt. And I said, <laughs> uh, and I looked at it, and all it was was Garfield with a thought bubble. And it said, I love lasagna, dot, 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 and cock. <laughs> and I cannot stop thinking about it. Okay, mom, you can unplug your ears. I don't know how to handle myself thinking about that shirt. I. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Absurd. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Let's get into it. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas in Hollis, time. Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Oh. I wish. I wish. No. It is Christmas time. Carol, his wife, his being the titular clause. Oh my uh, fucking god. Goodbye. 
<laughs> She's pregnant. She's so She's very pregnant. pregnant. She is more pregnant than a woman should physically be. Um, I believe later also, in the movie, her dad says, are you sure it's not twins in there? Which, um, if I remember correctly, is something you should never say to a pregnant woman. Thank you. It's even worse if you say it to an unpregnant woman. Oh, God. You <laughs> Are you imagine? pregnant? No. Is it twins? I just said no, sir. <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. Your mind said no, but your body said yes. Uh, so she is afraid that the baby will be delivered um, while Santa's making deliveries. Well, Christmas birthdays do kind of suck. Sorry, Christmas. It does. They do, and also, but also, she kind of knew what she was getting into with this. He can't postpone yeah. Christmas. Why didn't they plan this better? You know. I don't know. Also, she's a teacher now. She was a principal before, and now she's a teacher. Maybe they were short-staffed. They're always short-staffed. Because they're, they're elves. elves. Aha! Aha! Ah! Ha! Ah! Uh, so. She wants other people up there. At tall the people. Pole, she's, she's afraid. She misses tall people. She misses being eye level with people. Um, so Santa has to, has to go out and who to bring up to the North Pole. Um, so eventually they decide they're going to bring up her parents, and margaret and Alan Arkin. And Alan then... Arkin. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Jewish. In that. Like, no offense. This is a full stereotype. The whole movie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then he's also going to bring up uh, Laura from the previous movies. Judge Reinhold, who has no character name, I've decided. It's just Judge Reinhold. It's Neil, but okay. <laughs> sure. Um, his son, who really has no point in this movie. Charlie, and then, yeah. And then Lucy, who he obviously loves more than Charlie. Well, she is cuter. Yeah, and she... Oh, boy, that ending. Um, I have some thoughts. Anyway. Okay, um, we'll get to it, because I'm like, about what? So. Yeah, so Bernard apparently has quit, or is on vacation, or died. We don't He's know. He's doing numbers. He's just is away. He He's he doing numbers like a song is doing numbers. No, like the show. Screens. Isn't the show called Numbers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bernard isn't doing numbers. How do the you actor know? is doing numbers. No, I'm not separating the artist <laughs> from the art. I refuse. Uh, so we get some more Spencer Breslin. Um, oh, but Abigail's in this movie too. She is. She's one of the students of Mrs. Claus. They're so cute. They look identical, if you ask She's... Me. Uh, this is a children's movie, so they can't call her bitchy student, but that's her role. She's, Susie asks a lot of questions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, where you have no idea how old these children are, who are I'd in her class, because all the elves look like children, right? They're yeah. very slow learners. Well, it's like, you know, I guess you wouldn't know. Yeah. When you play D&D... Maturity is reached in different races at different ages. And so, you know, what might be a child to us is an adult to them. Or what may be an adult to us is a child to them. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by bullying. Yeah, literally. 
It's all Gage's <laughs> fault. He's a nerd. Uh, so there's an emergency meeting of the Council of Legendary Figures, who we met in the previous film, uh, because, you know, something's going on with this naughty little boy, Jack Frost. Oh, he is a man, Dan. He is a naughty, naughty little baby boy. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so Liza Minnelli... Makes her appearance. <laughs> short. She flurries in. Yes. Oh! Uh, it's me, And we can Liza. tell that, that this Jack Frost, he's a trickster. He's a scamperer. Jack Frost is always a trickster, I feel like. He's always I, What's the established trickster. Jack Frost lore? Well, according to Rise of the Guardians... The Bible. And the Bible. Um, <laughs> you know, it looks like he's a trickster. And he's always blue because he's cold. Okay. And he makes things icy and he bites people's noses. He nibbles. He doesn't bite. He, he doesn't bites. chomp. He nibbles. Full teeth. Bites on their nose. Jack Frost chomping on your nose. Correct. Um, I have a... So... I don't know if this is actually part of the Jack Frost canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, all day and all night is everything he sees I just blue. It. Like him. Like him. Inside, inside and outside. And outside, yes. Blow his house with, with the blue, a blue little, little window, window and a blue, and a blue for a bed. I feel like we just Wait, aged what, ourselves. what would you just say? How did I you end it? Blue for a bed? Blue Corvette. <laughs> what that's the lyrics i'm 26 years old and i always thought it was blue bed <laughs> blue for a bed wow <laughs> are you sure i'm a hundred percent sure i don't i think since i was old enough to hear the song okay that it was blue for a bed it's blue corvette <laughs> blue for a bed <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> no, but you're okay. Entitled to, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, Dan. That's fine. So all the legendary figures want to punish Jack Frost because he froze a volcano in Hawaii, made it Naughty. snow in the Amazon, and it made the winters cold in Mexico, sending the geese back up for the winter. Literally gross. I don't Is want Is Jack here. Frost the, geese. the cause of climate change? Yes. In the Santa Claus universe. Yes. Great. Full stop. Uh, instead of punishing him, Jack says that he should hop on, be Santa's little helper, because the escape clause is explained. Everybody in this movie is stupid. In this essay, I will. I, I know Santa's overworked, but he knows Jack Frost is an a-hole, so why would he mm -hmm. let him join in? Like... That would just be, I'd be like, no, Jack, even if you're trying to be nice, I'm just too overwhelmed right now. Yeah. I can't. Also, like, you're, he's been in a group setting where the worst person in the group asks to help before, I'd assume. Yeah. And you always deny them. You go, oh, you always come okay. up with some I'm excuse. Good. I'm good. Like, oh, no, I don't like you, if you want to be blunt about it. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick that day. Like, I'm I'm good. Sorry, I don't have hands anymore. Hmm. 
<laughs> Which means you can't join my basketball team. Yep. Uh, Are we bullies, Dan? <laughs> takes Listen, one to know one. I'm only cutting them off if I think that they're mean. Full stop. And Jack Frost, mean. Confirmed. There we go. Put it on the board. Um, so, Scott agrees and... Jack Frost comes on as Santa's little helper because they okay. need to can Canadify, Canadify the North Pole because that's the lie that they're using on Carol's parents to convince Canada. them that they're you know in the Canada, Canada song? instead of the North Pole. The Canada song? Yeah, from Disney. From the Canadian Pavilion? Yeah. I don't know it. Mm, okay, I'll but send I do it know to Martin Short's in the video. Is he really? Is he Canadian? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Good for him. Right? Good. Good for, <laughs> Good for him her. being born there. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, also, in this scene, there's one store that I really wanted to go to. The Canadian Bacon Exchange. Right. Just wanted to put that what do you what? So if I brought in, like, used shoes, would they give me bacon? I don't, the exchange I don't think rate? it's an actual exchange, Dan. I think that's just what it's called. I think it's just... Oh, Canadian just like Burlington Coat store. Factory won't let me work on the line. Correct. You just <laughs> have to buy, buy a coat or leave. Like, <laughs> buy some Canadian bacon or leave. It's just ham. Them's the rules. Uh, so... Jack is trying to figure out what the escape clause is. He gets Curtis to explain it to him because he's an idiot and gullible and stupid and a hater. Curtis, him. he literally falls into the old trap of, well, clearly you don't know enough to be able to tell me, so you're not going to tell me. That's why you don't, you can't tell me because you don't know. Yeah. Curtis, you're being played. So he figures out the escape clause. Basically, if he gets Santa to say, I wish I was never Santa Claus at all, while holding a magic snow globe, the flashback to 1996, where we all wish we could be. Dan, I would be one year old. I would be negative one. That's correct. No. Swimming in the primordial ooze. Oh, okay. Yuck. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Um, so... Jack, to make it drastic, he starts making sure that the shop goes all fucky. Yeah. Okay, first of all, there's that part where he freezes the cappuccino machine by blowing on it. Uh-huh. Sir, how would you not look at that and go, Jack fucking Frost yeah. did this? Because it's huh. ice. It's Who else is going to do that shit? frozen? Bernard. Bernard yeah. Revenge Tour. Obviously. It's, it's really, obvious. everybody's really stupid in this movie. I mean, I guess we could chalk it up to them being frazzled, but you're not stupid. You're just frazzled. You know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so there's the possibility that Santa will not have enough toys for all the children come Christmas time. Sounds like it's time to give the kids war bonds. Oh my God, Dan, no. <laughs> Teach them how they to grow They do mention garden. the Department of Elfland Security. Meaning that there was an Elf 9-11. You never know. I mean, unfortunately, it could possibly happen. There's also, this reminds me of in the Cars universe. Not the Cars universe. 
the Pope drives around in a Pope mobile, which is another car. So he's in a bubble top of another car, mm, which raises which a lot of questions, but also he, means an assassination attempt. There was an assassination of a previous car Pope. No, the and there's Pope also was never the TSA. successfully assassinated, was he? There have been so many popes throughout history. Yeah, Pope John Paul I was assassinated. Like to death? No, to life? Yes, to death. No, That's what assassination one of the po- is. Okay, no, I thought it was an attempt. Like one of the popes, was, I think it was JP2, got shot but lived and like visited the guy that shot him in prison and forgave him. Yes, Welcome that's back to true. Welcome Catholicism podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, there's also the TSA in the Cars universe, which means there was a Cars 9-11. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Again, alternate universes with the same timeline, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Jack tricks Lucy into going to the Hall of Balls. Sorry, Snow Globes. And Dan, I'm calling the police. Okay, call them. They'll never find where I hid Hello, the body. Hello, police. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Policeman. You could stop me. You have all the clues. Um, so he gives her a magic snow globe um, that shows her hugging a snowman, and then it turns pink because she's so filled with love. Oh, cute. Cute. Adorable. There's no subtext in this movie. No. It's all... All text. Um, Full caps. Yeah. So Jack also steals Scott's snow globe and at the same time uh, gives a nice cold blowjob to Judge Reinhold uh, <laughs> and Wendy. I, their hair. The way their hair is perfectly back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. It's, it's honestly my style goals. Style um, goals to have your hair completely straight behind you. Hell yeah, baby. Hell you know yeah. wind blown? I want wind murdered. I want frozone. <laughs> uh, so he talks to Santa, Jack does, about his frustrations of being Santa Claus. And he mm-hmm. gets him to say, while holding the snow globe, I wish I were never Santa Claus at all. He tricks him into it, truly. Mm-hmm. And then they get sent back to 1996. Santa falls off the roof. Jack takes the coat. And it's a whole new ball game, ladies and gentlemen. A whole new world. A dazzling place full of... new... Oh. Stuff. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we see what... Scott's life is present day, 2006 Scott, still an ad exec, working with the guy with the lisp from the Big Bang Theory on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yup. That's all I knew him as. Um, Goes to Laura's house, treated coldly, says hi to his son, treated coldly, asks, where's Neil? Neil, who? I haven't heard that name What's her name? The redhead, Lucy. Um, And they're divorced. Neil and Lucy are at the North Pole. It's turned into a resort because of commercialism. It's not even a resort. It is a full-on, like, casino. Yeah. 
I know it's not really a casino, but it gives big casino vibes. And we're getting to the scene that I am so excited to talk about. So they go up to the North Pole. It's the casino. Um, Christmas has been renamed Frostmas. Um, It's really interesting that this movie has this weird anti-commercialism message when normally the anti-commercialism message is based around the like Christianity portion of it. When it mm-hmm. also has like a weird anti-Christianity message. I don't know what the message was, if I'm being honest with you. I think the message was just vibes and family and love. <laughs> sure. The vibes was get a small redhead to hug you and everything will be okay. Speaking of small redheads, I can't even believe I forgot to mention this. Do you know who plays Susan's or not Susan? What? What? Who's Susan? I don't What's the name of the wife again? <laughs> Carol or Carol? Wendy? Carol. <laughs> I don't know who Susan is. You know who plays Carol's doctor at the beginning? I do not know. It's Bob from the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. He's so cute. Oh, it I is. Just yeah. His little cheeks. I wonder what he looks like now. I'm gonna do a quick goog. Don't. You'll just Too only late. cause pain for yourself and others. Well, what if he's hot? You know, there definitely Bob. would have been a BuzzFeed list about Sweet. look at this Disney Channel star who's hot now. I'm looking for him. OK, this is him. Now let's go to his. His name is Charlie Stewart. What a plain name. Is he a middle manager at a bank? He might be now. Oh, you he looks. That's not him, is it? The one with the guitar. Oh my god! Is that him? Because he looks good. Oh, he's only then. five foot three. He's a short That's not him, Is this him? The gu- I think him. it. Yeah, it's the guitar guy. I think. I'm clicking. Oops! I oh oh! I accidentally went to YouTube. Hang on! Hang on! Okay. Is he hot? I can't decide. <laughs> mm, to be further discussed and visited. You know, that's just such a common name. Um, So anyway, the elves are miserable because they're slaves under a capitalist system. Um, And they're underpaid. Raise the elf minimum wage is what this movie is telling me. Amen. And also the reindeer are confined in a petting zoo. And there's like a really dramatic moment where a reindeer goes like, No! And then it just cuts away to Scott looking normal at him. The part where Frost is like, five bucks to shave a reindeer. And I'm like, oh my god, absolutely (laughs) not. Think about that in a normal place. Why would you ever want to shave an animal? Yeah, I mean like I've Unless you're like shearing a sheep. Yeah, like at State Fair, I've watched someone else shear a sheep, and it's actually quite acrobatic and interesting. Yeah. But I would never want to do it myself. I'm not trained. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not trained to shear myself. Not barely. I Just cut my, my legs face. And it's awful. Yeah. I cut your legs, too, while cut shaving my, my face. Cut my legs into pieces. This is my... <laughs> Santa Resort! Literally. Um, You know what's fun about that song? It fits with any song. As long as it's in four, you can sing Last Resort over it. 
Mm. Try, try it next time out. you're in the car. Turn the radio on. Start singing. I'll have to do it. That sounds very fun. Uh, so Scott finds Neil and Lucy, who are not happy to see him. No. Not at all. No, uh, they have permanent scowls on their faces. He says that Charlie caused his and Wendy's divorce. Classic. Blame Always the child. Blame the kid. <laughs> not Lucy, then, though. She's perfect. Yeah. He finds Jack after talking to Spencer Breslin. Um, and he's like, you ruined Christmas. You made it all terrible. And he's like, you're the one who didn't want to be Santa Claus, baby. While he's doing jazz hands. Classic. While he's standing behind the candelabra. Yeah. Um, and then Jack does a performance of New York, New York. Start spreading the news. This is my favorite <laughs> part of the movie. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. North Pole, North Pole. Oh, You'd God, I was thriving. In a, reg- in a normal, in a well-directed movie, I'll say, they would only show the North Pole, North Pole part, and then it would be kind of as a background part yes! as they're doing the sneaking into the hall of snow globes they showed the whole song i want to know if martin short was like hey tim you know what would be so funny if i did a cover of frank sinatra's new york new york but get this north pole north pole but i want to do the whole song and you you cannot cut it it has Can't to be cut the it. full song include it and tim said Damn, that's a good idea. And next thing you know... <laughs> Less acting North for me. North Pole, North Pole. <laughs> if I also, can make it there. Also, the elves that were hired as the Rockettes. Oh, they look so sad. So sad, so miserable. They're like me whenever I'm in an ensemble. Oh, mood. Except I think we're both sad <laughs> for different reasons. I'm sad because I'm a jealous Janet. Oh, I'm sad because I'm bored and want to go do something You and else. I had so much fun as an ensemble, though. That's true. We were the we best did. dance partners. We were. The rugs um, were cut, okay? But I kept getting, in, not yelled at, but like, Dan, you need to smile. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> what is there to smile for? Well, that's because you'd been freshly broken up with, so that's that true. makes sense. <laughs> And then you're probably extra grumpy because you're like, I have Anna as my dance partner and she can't <laughs> dance at all. <laughs> I already don't like dancing. I can't dance. Why didn't you pair me with someone who could? Literally, they were like, put those two uggos in the back. And back everyone corner. else. <laughs> you couldn't see us from a third of the audience. It's perfect. No. Perfect. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, travel back in time and buy a ticket to Market Theater's 2017 production of Anything Goes. Truly. You'll miss it. You'll love it. When Dan and I are on stage, we <laughs> really steal. <laughs> it's um, Bon Voyage is the number that Dan and I really stole the show with. So go I check don't know it out. I ever learned what I was supposed to either be singing or dancing. Well, I do have a, a bright memory in my head where you and I would go left, right, left, right for the jazz <laughs> yeah. square. So... <laughs> classically Hi. trained mm. Hi, um, so 
they get the snow globe that they need to get. Were you coming uh, down from the high of North Pole, North Pole? Yes, I needed to. <laughs> whew. Oh, I needed oh, to I catch my breath. One of my eyelashes is falling off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she's like off, girl. It's coming down from the high. It's um, trying to leave. Like, yeah, Jack is like, you'll never get me to say the escape clause. But then he pulls out a pen that has recorded him saying, Iconic. I wish I was never Santa Claus at all, which raises a lot of questions about how the whole thing works. Well, I love the fact that Tim Allen was so obvious when he was recording. I was like, this really is a children's movie because they can't just like take the pen out later and be like, yeah. <gasps> like, no, he literally had the pen in Jack Frost's face. While he was saying it, and Jack Frost did not think a thing. He did not think no. a damn thing about that pen being out. No thoughts. But no thoughts. Just vibes. He was just New York, New York. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just North Pole, North Pole, Dan, please. Uh, so again, it's 1996. They go. We see a glimpse of 1996 Tim Allen, and man, does he look so much better. He the looks 2006 younger. Tim Allen does. I mean, it's been 10 years. Think about Ooh, what you looked like 10 years ago. Think about what I... 10 years ago, I was 16. And... I had not yet... I was still putting eyeliner on only the bottom lids. So I think I'm okay. Oh. That was a I, look back then, Dan. That doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> You bitch. <laughs> I was serving every day. I was a junior in high school and I was serving. For who? David Archuleta? <gasps> Dan! <laughs> You're right. No, I mean, I had one boy who wanted to date me. I did not want to date him. So that's that. Mm -hmm. I was 13 going on 14. 13 going I on was 30? In, I was in eighth grade mm. 10 years ago. Yep. Now I'm in 18th. Now I'm in 9th. 9th. Oh no, she died. Yep. Uh, so, the original Tim Allen puts the Santa pants on. Santa coat. Comes Santa. Jack screams in anguish. Mood. And then Santa becomes Santa. All is well. There's still 15 minutes left in this movie. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, back in the present, Scott and Carol, they reunite. Even though no time has passed. Like Back to the Future. Um, Love that energy. Then, There's, Don't you think that if you were time traveling for real, they'd be like something slightly off? I don't right? know what it would be, but I feel like like something would be slightly wrong. Like maybe Bernard instead of... Bernard would exist again? Yeah, or like instead of Carol having a boy, she's having a girl now or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or twins. Mm. Uh, the mm. twins' names? Jingle and Bells. Oh, I was going to say Flotsam and Jetsam, just because those are the names <laughs> of the eels and Little Mermaid. Um, so they, he reveals the truth about Santa's workshop to Bud and Sylvia. Um, Sylvia. And... Jack Frost nipping at your nose. nose. Uh, yep. And then... Curtis and Lucy appear, and Neil and Laura are wheeled in. Their frozen corpses are wheeled in. Oh, no, honey. Uh, and they're like, can you unfreeze them? And he's like, they'll only unfreeze if I unfreeze, and I'll never do that. 
Which raises more questions because when Lucy hugs him and thaws him, uh-huh. is winter never coming again? Like, remember what I said that Jack Frost is the cause of climate change? I is change he... it. Lucy is the cause of climate change. I think they're, they're both the cause of climate change because he was bringing winter to places where there is no real frost, but she's just uh-huh. taking away winter entirely. Yeah. So. Her fiery red hair is doing that because she's the devil. Oh my, um, oh my god, this just in. All gingers are evil. <laughs> so yeah, she hugs him. He unfreezes. Um, heartwarming hug is what it's called. And then as he, when he unfreezes, he looks like when Pigpen ever cleans up in oh my god. <laughs> Peanuts comic. Oh. <laughs> um, Everyone celebrates with a big group hug because a very, very minor subplot throughout the whole movie is that no one will hug Judge Reinhold. He goes in for a hug whenever any character comes up to him and they either ignore him or give him a handshake. And then finally at the end, he gets his group hug. That's the one subtextual thing I noticed. Why does he care so much? Why does he need to be group hugged? He was never touched. Um, that sounds really wrong. He was never hugged wrong. as a child. <laughs> Oy vey. Um, and then Carol says the baby's coming. We see the same footage as the false alarm. Um, she gives birth in a very non-traumatic birth. And the baby's name is Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Yup, literally. And then as the credits roll, a very unfunny gag reel plays. Wait, you didn't have a good time? I thought it, I didn't think of the clips they showed were funny. funny. I thought they were funny. I feel like they could only put in a select few because the rest they were probably <laughs> swearing. And this is a G Yeah, literally, film. you know that they were Uh the Easter Bunny said some things that were not that that were not PG. What up, I'm the Easter Bunny. I wanna see your tits. He like that made a, a joke. Line. He was, like, made for endurance or something. I think he... Yeah. I don't even remember. But I was like, sir. I have a lot of kids. Uh, what you know what that means. We're constantly having sex. <laughs> Not me and the kids. Me and my wife. <laughs> Just to <Good>. clarify. That's <laughs> why we have a lot of kids. So that's anyway. Santa Claus 3. What'd you think? <laughs> I had fun. Dan, I never go into these with that much, like, seriousness. I'm just there for the vibes. And Gage and I had a little hot chalky. Ooh. You turned your microphone off while saying that? Yeah, I did accidentally. We had a little hot chalky, and I had um, s'mores. He had cookies and cream. Mm -hmm. Delicious. And, um, you know, I just... It was fun. I don't know. I never go into like holiday movies expecting much. I'm just there for the vibes and the feels. I can't wait to force Gage to watch The Grinch with me before he goes away for Christmas. Your favorite Fair. movie, Dan. Nah. Um, Your favorite. So I, it's kind of like you, I like Christmas movies for the vibes and the feels. Mm-hmm. But a big part of that for me Similar to how in a Charlie Brown Christmas they're looking for a tree that is sincere. Oh, uh-huh. 
I need sincerity in it if I'm going to believe it, which is why oh. Hallmark Christmas movies don't do anything for me. And this didn't do anything for me. It all felt like there were, except for Martin Short as Liza Minnelli as Jack Frost. God, um, now that you say that about him, though, since you read the review, that's all I can see. They were all mailing it in. They were all there for their paycheck, and that's it. I think this was filmed in, like, two weeks. Oh, it's, it's just a it's a blockbuster i hate to say it that doesn't matter you should still have some pride in your craft well i guess yeah i mean i guess like i saw the um i guess like the the um pride in like when i do a christmas show is the pride that i have for regular shows too you know even Mm -hmm. if it's like not my dream role, I still want to be, like, proud of the work I do, I guess. But I'm also not a yes. billionaire, millionaire, whatever, so different for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot of, this was definitely aimed for younger kids than the first two were mm-hmm. also, which I think is a part of the reason why it didn't connect for me, because I am I did see this in theaters, I remember. I was eight. I made my mom oh. take me to see it. That's so cute. I'd like to apologize to my mom for making her see this. She did not. I remember she did not have a good time. <sighs> why? Like, I, I guess I know why. But why? She has much better taste in things than even I do. And I don't have I good guess. taste. But, like, she's a just discerning a... moviegoer. <sighs> it's just a fun little quick. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like kids' movies have things that are, like, going to be attractive to adults in them. Yeah. And I feel like Disney usually does a really good job of that, but there are some kids' movies that just nothing for the adults, all for yeah. kids. Uh, some trivia. Yes. Um, Jack Frost mentions Velkomen, gentlemen. Velkomen, uh, bienvenue. No, not a cabaret Welcome. reference. It's a Father of the Bride reference. Oh, I really, Which really thought it was a cabaret reference. Full stop, it I would, did. I know, it would fit. Um, mm. There's a mm. scrolling ticker sign in the Toy Factory that says 378 years without an accident. Yes, I saw that. What does it mean, um, Dan? It means 378 years ago. That's when Elf 9-11 was. <gasps> oh my god. Um... This was the final movie role for Peter Boyle before his death in 2006. Oh, yeah. Gage mentioned Uh, that. Yeah. Uh, So, David Krumholtz, who was Bernard, he was going to reprise his role in a cameo at the end, and he was going to arrest Jack Frost. Mm -hmm. (gasps) I have something to Uh, say when you're done. Okay, but then it was we had Jack Frost's redemption instead, so no arrest take place. Yes, and you, you in the thank back. Thank you. One of the child elf police officers is somebody who's on Shameless, Cameron something, right? I think his name's Cameron. Okay. Is his real name? He's on Shameless. He's famous now. He mocapped a whole Star Wars video game. I've never seen Shameless, so he's more famous to me because of the video game because Gage plays it sometimes. I'm trying to... Which... He's got red hair. I think his name's Cameron. I'm probably wrong. 
Because I don't, I didn't know this. This is all news to me. Mm-hmm. Gage recognized him. The actor's name is Cameron. Cameron Monaghan? Monaghan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yes, that's the one. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gage he was traffic him. cop number one. Yeah, Gage recognized him. How cute. How cute indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last piece of trivia... I'm going to read you the lyrics to North Pole, North Pole. Oh, hell yes. I'm ready. Let me close my eyes. Okay. Start spreading the news mm-hmm. by jet or by sleigh. No. You want to be a part of it. North Pole, North Pole. North Pole. North Pole. You snooze and you lose. Mm. So come here to play. Oh. Here at the very heart of it. North Pole, North Pole. Did that feel a little sexual to you? It did, yeah. Come see the snowman up where no man's without a treat and watch this king of the chill ha! Turn up the heat. No, not a ha! There's a ha? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's written in the lyrics. Ha! Those summertime blues are melting away although it's 55 below at Polar North. You'll zip your parka tight. Sugar plum trees late at night. It's all for you, North Pole, North Pole. And then another verse of it. Love it, honestly. Glad you do. There's a whole second verse that felt like an eternity. I know. Oh, no. Not the ha written in, though. Would this be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as traffic cop number one? Oh, no. He's too tall. <laughs> I don't know. What once. role would he play? Curtis? He'd probably play Charlie, but... Yeah, or Curtis. Charlie has, like, one line in this movie. Yeah, probably Curtis, and I think he'd be a good Curtis. Mm-hmm. He and Tim Allen have chemistry. They still do. And, I mean, it's just because, like, Tim Allen was his on-screen dad for so long. But... Yeah. I don't know. I like this movie the way it is. I mean, we could try throwing JTT in there, but he's a full adult at that point. He's just short. He is. He wouldn't fit with all the actual child elves. He's like nearly 30 at that point. Oh, my. See, when was he born? He was born in 1981. Mm. So he he was 25. So, you know. Okay. He could maybe still pass Like you, nearly 30. Stop. <laughs> Dan, I don't feel like an adult, and I don't need you to do that to me. Thanks. You should watch Tick, Tick, Boom. That's what the first song in the whole movie's about. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll get watching. Um, would it be better or worse than the same with George Clooney as Jack Frost? <gasps> Sexier, for sure. Definitely sexier. That that North Pole, North Pole would be a striptease. Oh my god. Not in front of the children. Uh, somehow it would be worse because Martin Short's energy is like the only thing that makes this movie even slightly work. What? Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> I'm going to be much harsher in my rating than you are. Yeah, you are. What's yours? What's yours? What's your rating? Um, I rate it. A three out of five, because I had fun, but I know it's not wow. a great film. 
One and a half. One and a half? One and a half. Daniel. That's my name. The the sorrow in your face. Yeah. Is, am, is it sorrow or are my eyelashes falling off? I'll never tell. By the way, the lyrics, blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette and blue everything is bed. blue for him, him and himself self. and everybody around because he ain't got nobody to nobody listen. Nobody to listen. I'm blue. Daba dee, daba die. Daba die. Yeah, I was not one yeah. of those people who thought it was if I was green, I would die. That was not to, me. To those people, did you listen to the song? It doesn't no. sound like he's saying that. It sounds no. like Daba Dee Daba Die. But you want to know what it does sound like he's saying? Blue for a Corvette. bed. Blue for a bed. If you want to. bed is blue. If you want to support us from your blue for a bed. His bed is blue! <laughs> you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash inconclusion, or you can find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion, on Instagram at inconclusionpodcast. Um, we'll be back next week with another Christmas movie. Movies, actually. It's our first multiple. What we're going to be doing is... We're, Alex Langosh is coming back again. You may remember him from our Tom Hanks trilogy mm-hmm. of Tom Hanks movies. Uh, he's got a couple of Christmas carols that we're going to be chatting about. Uh, they're all. He's watched a lot of them, so mm-hmm. he's picked some of the strangest for us to talk about. So Can't fucking wait. Thank you, it'll Alex. It'll be a, a Christmas special episode. Different format. Fun times for all. Woo! Uh, if you want to find me, I'm on social media, on Twitter, at DanOkeefe86, on TikTok, at NotDanOkeefe. Hey! Anna! Hey! Dan! Where in their blue little bed can they find you? When you're laying in your blue little bed, you can find me on Instagram at AutobusPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the O in out are zeros. Hot dog! Hot dog. So as I said, we'll be back next week with some form of a bunch of Christmas carols, so kill Bob Cratchit for that. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, have fun, get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Bye. I kind of like it. I, if I close my eyes, I feel like I'm sailing somewhere. A Creative Land podcast.